helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, and of course, we want to say uh, welcome to the show, uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, the aging hour here on KGMI. You know those disclaimers we run right oh, yeah. before the show? I just, you know. They're great. <clears throat> look, uh, and I'm sorry, I, I have a little uh, uh, little hoarseness uh, today. But yeah, the disclaimers, we, and you know, you, you're a lawyer. We have, yeah. to, we have to run those. Absolutely. They start to bug me after a while, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they do me too. It, it it pretty. You know what we ought to do? We ought to run those disclaimers like they do on uh, the the car ads or the drug ads. You when know where the really guy fast. goes, yeah, you know, talks yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, and, it's, and that'll give us more time to chat. Absolutely. That's Phil George. He is the uh, elder law attorney with uh, the Aging Hour and Safe Harbor Legal Solutions uh, here on KGMI. And uh, I know you had a seminar yeah. um, a week ago. Yeah, yeah, last Saturday, the seventh. Exactly right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and um, for those that missed the seminar, you have uh, you you made an offer uh, to those. Can can you do the same thing for the radio people? So we'll we'll do this throughout January, just for those folks that that missed the seminar there. So if you if if you want to make this the year that you actually get your your planning in order, that you get your affairs in order, so that you don't become a burden on your family, and and why wouldn't you want to do that, right? Right. But if if you want to make this the year that you do that, I'm going to offer you. I'm going to give you the same offer that I gave to those folks that actually came to the seminar, and that Mm -hmm. is, you can call in, you can make an appointment to the office. Um, We'll sit down with you for an hour. We'll talk to you about your specific situation, what your goals are, kind of what you want to accomplish. And, you know, um, I tell you, if, if, if you call in and you make that appointment uh, during this month of January, I won't charge you for that initial hour. Oh, so nice. uh, that initial hour is usually about $350. Mm-hmm. So uh, you get about a $350, $350 savings for doing that. So mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and call 360-746-7169. You can set your appointment today. Or you can send me an email to radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's radio at safeharborlegal.com. And we'd be happy to get you on my calendar. Now, if uh, you're going to call Phil and I want to get my affairs in order, but uh, I, I don't want, want my wife to uh, learn about those affairs. That's not the type of affairs we're talking different about. Different type of lawyer. Yeah, right. Different type of by, lawyer. By the way, that email address you gave, radiosafeharborlegal.com, uh-huh. that's yeah. also the email address where if uh, people want to yes. uh, chat with you and say, hey, <clears throat> can you uh, can you look at a certain topic or got a question for you uh, for an upcoming show? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be happy uh, to do that. So um, you always have a great agenda. So yeah. what are we talking so we got a, a, a few great questions came in. Uh, so we got the first client question. Uh, this lady wants to know if she has to go through probate. Okay. Uh, second client question. Uh, she wants to know about documents for mental health issues. Hmm. Third question is this gentleman wants to talk about geriatric doctors, mm-hmm. wants to know what those are. And then finally, you know, it's my favorite segment. It's the wrap up. It's what we'll kind of uh, go back over everything that we've already talked about. Cliff put a nice, version, Exactly. Right? Put a nice neat ribbon around everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, send you on your way for a good weekend. Well, let's jump into it. Uh, first question you got. Uh, from a client. Uh, she says, my husband uh, recently passed away. Uh, she has his will, but she wants to know, do I have to go through probate with mm-hmm. this? And so, uh, unfortunately, if she has a will, the answer is probably yes. Mm-hmm. Now, 
in Washington, uh, your estate usually has to go through probate if you own either uh, real estate or more than $100,000 in other probate assets. Mm -hmm. So if this couple owns real estate or if they own that $100,000 in probate assets, then she's probably going to have to take her her husband's estate through probate. She Mm -hmm. probably is. But if she's got a will, and that protects me from going through probate, but that's not necessarily true. Exactly. That's exactly right. So a will is a document that's designed to actually go through the probate process. Hmm. When I talk to clients about this, you you think of the will as the bus that kind of drives your estate through probate. Mm -hmm. If you want to know if you're going to have to go through probate, just look at your estate plan. If you've got a last will and testament, then you're more than likely going to have to go through that probate process. Hmm. So if my wife and I have wills and I pass away, my wife's going to have to take my estate through probate. And then when she passes away, our kids are going to have to take her estate through probate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know you've talked about uh, on this show, you know, we've, we've talked about the difference between sure. wills and trusts and, yeah. uh, and things like that. Um, some folks say, well, probate is that, uh, yeah. it, it's really not so bad. Sure. But I, I know there's all, there's all types of downsides. Absolutely. It, right. And so probate is, probate has its benefits, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, it's there for a reason. Reason. But for most people, right, uh, it, it ends up being just kind of a huge pain in the butt. So on average, probate starts at about $5,000. And the more fighting there is in the family, the more assets there are in the family, the more disarray there is in the family. Of course, that goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it usually takes at least six months. And again, if you have a larger estate, if you have family that can't just wait to start fighting, uh, then that goes up and up too. We've all heard stories about that taking years and years. Um, a couple of other things with probate too that, that are kind of important important for a lot of people to avoid. The act of probate is, it's a court process, right? So part of the probate process is actually filing with the court, you know, the inventory of what the deceased person has Mm -hmm. or had, and then filing with the court who gets what. So it becomes public knowledge how large your estate was and and who gets what, right? People can go out Mm -hmm. there and look that stuff up. And, that and suddenly you find out you've got all kinds of friends and cousins Absolutely. that you didn't know you had. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, you're, you've got a son or a daughter that mm-hmm. ends up with a new best friend or a right. new boyfriend or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It also tends to lead to fighting. Again, it's a it's a court situation. So if you're going through probate, everybody has to kind of get their say, get their opportunity to object, that kind of thing. And if there is... If there's tension in your family to begin with, um, then just being in a, in a, a intentionally adversarial position, which mm-hmm. is going to court, yeah. um, that can sometimes make those fights just come right to the surface. Hmm. Okay, so let me um, let me give you a. Um a scenario. Sure. Uh, she's got a will. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't. She doesn't have a, a irrevocable trust or anything. Sure. She's got a will. Yeah. Uh, but she don't want to go through probate because yeah. she hears all these things like that. What if she just goes? Eh, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I'm assuming yeah. there's some downside yeah. to that. Yeah. So, yeah. so what if she doesn't go through probate? What right. if she just says, meh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm yeah, just not going to do I'll it. I'll be okay with that. So there's no such thing as probate police, right? Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as nobody's going to knock on your door and say, hey, you're coming with us, right? right. There's no Gestapo out there or anything okay. like that. But what happens is, is um, they usually get you with real estate. And what I mean by that is that if my wife and I, we own our home and then I pass away, my name's on the title of the home. So mm-hmm. if if uh, my wife then wants to refinance it or sell it or something like that, how does she get my name off the title, ah, right? Yeah. And so the only way to get my name off the title, because she can't sign on my behalf, I'm dead, 
I can't sign yeah. on my behalf, right. I'm dead, is to go through the probate process. Oh, okay. Now, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know what, I just don't want to do it anyhow. I don't have any plans of refinancing. I don't have any plans of selling my home. I'm just going to stay here till the end. And, you know, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But then when you pass away, so if my wife did that, if I passed away and then my wife said, well, I'm just going to stay in the home forever and ever anyhow, why would I want to go through probate? Well, you know, that that's fine, but... You're going to leave a mess for You're leaving a mess behind. for your kids. Yeah. Exactly. Because now your kids are going to have to do a forensic probate for, mm-hmm. for me because yeah. I died years earlier. And they're going to have to do a probate for my wife. So that's going to be, you know, double the price, double the cost, all that kind of stuff, double the length of time. Mm-hmm. And it just ends up becoming a, a nightmare. So mm-hmm. it, if you're stuck in a position where you have a will, where you're going to have to go through probate, you know, unless unless you don't like your kids, <laughs> right? Um, you might as well just get it done because it's going to be less expensive and it's mm-hmm. going to be less time consuming if you do it closer to the time the person died. Well, much like uh, taxes, yeah. what's the best way to avoid probate? So the best way to avoid probate is by setting up um, what we've talked about before, which is a revocable living trust. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, with a revocable living trust, remember the rules for a probate are you have to go through probate if you own either real estate or more than $100,000 in other probate assets. When you create a revocable living trust, what you're doing is basically you're creating a, a legal bucket. And then you put all of your assets in that mm-hmm. bucket. So then when you die in the eyes of the government, you didn't own anything. The bucket owns everything. So your yeah. estate just okay. gets to bypass probate that way. Mm-hmm. There are other ways you can do it too. You can have a community property agreement, which is an agreement between spouses that if one spouse passes, everything will go to the surviving spouse. You can own, own things. You can own your home or something like that jointly with rights of survivorship. Meaning when you pass away, it just goes directly to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have transfer on death deeds. Um, but unfortunately, all of these issues kind of have large glaring downsides. They're they're good for very specific situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the vast majority of people, they don't offer you the kind of protection, the kind of security, the kind of uh, just kind of, of, of overall good planning that a revocable living trust would. Okay, so um, you know I'm I'm no uh, I'm no rocket surgeon, yeah. uh, uh, but it it sounds like if you uh, want to make sure you avoid probate, yeah, you might want not want to do a will. Exactly, right? That's exactly yeah. right. You want to okay. avoid a probate, avoid a will. That okay. that's that's a good rule of thumb. Uh, <laughs> what we got coming up next? So next we got a good question about mental health documents. Okay, that's up on the uh, the aging hour, uh, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Back in a moment here on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. 
Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Welcome back to the uh, big show, The Aging Hour. It's powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Bill Davis here along with my friend, uh, elder law attorney Phil George. Uh, you want to be involved? Sure you do. You don't want to sit on the sidelines. You want to you send us a question, yeah. uh, a topic. Uh, you can do that. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's the email address. Uh, radio at uh, safeharborlegal.com. Phil, they can also call you yes, at uh, 360-746-7169. Leave yes. a message if they um, have a topic or a Absolutely. question. Um, you said you had a, a client question yeah. uh, about um, getting things ready. Yeah. Um, let me read this. Sure. I was just diagnosed with early stage Alzheimer's. Uh, this person wants to know, are there any documents that uh, I can prepare that might help my wife and I? Yeah. Okay. And so there, there, this is a great question. Um, I think that all too often people get that diagnosis of dementia, of Alzheimer's, and they, um, you know, there's, there's a, they go through the stages of grieving. Well, I was going right? to say, you get, you get Absolutely. shocked, shocked, you get Absolutely. denial, you get mad. You Absolutely. Go, uh, right. Then you have finally to work all the way through right? it. You work through acceptance and then you try to figure out, you know, kind of what you're going to do from there. So what documents should they, uh, there's good news. Out. There are two different types of mental health documents that mm-hmm. we have here in Washington that might be a good fit for you. Now, the first one is called a mental health advance directive. Mm-hmm. And the second one is actually called a dementia directive. Mm, directive. Yes. Well, uh, I, 
right. This is the first time you and I have talked about this. So yeah. uh, can you give me the, uh, the bullet points on that one? Absolutely. So okay. so Mental Health Advance Directive, it, it's it's a document that really, it, well, it really helps folks. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of times, you know, the person who is losing their mental capacity is, is you know, the last one to actually realize that's sure. what's going on or the last one to admit it, you yeah. know. So um, what the Mental Health Advance Directive does is it allows you to kind of, of say ahead of time what it is you want done, what you would allow to have done if you had lost that mental capacity. So mm-hmm. things like what sort of medications or treatments you would authorize if mm-hmm. you were incapacitated, um, the type of facility you would want to be in. You know, if you've been diagnosed with Alzheimer's or or some type of dementia, do you want to receive care in a facility that specializes mm-hmm. in Alzheimer's or dementia? Okay. Uh, whether you would authorize electroshock therapy, oh. whether you would allow yourself to even be admitted to a facility. Mm-hmm. And whether you would allow yourself to be subjected to a mental health exam just to have them test your mental capacity, oh, right? Okay. It allows them to do all of these things, and it, it ends up being pretty important. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're talking about documents uh, sure. here to uh, prepare for uh, either a mental health advance directive or a dementia. De- Wait a minute. Did hold on, just flag yeah. on the play. Did I hear you say shock electroshock therapy? Yeah, you did. Wait a minute. Okay, yeah, so let's let's jump into that for a second. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I that get, sounds kind of scary. I get that a lot. Yeah. So this is you know it usually makes people think of uh, Nurse Ratchet, right? Oh yeah, one flew one over flew cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Exactly. Yeah, R. P. Right. McMurphy. By the way, <laughs> exactly a great right. book and an even better. Oh man, movie. that was a great movie. Yeah. So you know it, it kind of freaked me out when I first heard about it. So I went and I talked to a couple of doctors about it, and apparently. Electroshock therapy is not what you think, right? It's not mm. the way it was in the in one flew over cuckoo's nest, and it's actually used now. It's 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 very humane, it, and they use it to treat uh, crippling depression, mm-hmm. and they use it to treat epilepsy of all things. And so, for a lot of people, uh, it ends up being a much better solution than courses of drugs. Mm. Uh, and so, I actually have. Uh, worked with people in the past who have, you know, been on battling serious depression for a number of years um, and taking courses and courses of all these drugs. Nothing gets them out of the depression. And mm. and lo and behold, electroshock therapy will actually work for these folks. Mm, okay. um, so it, it is. It's very humane. Uh, and, you know, it's if you still don't like the idea of electroshock therapy, what this document does is it allows you to say, I don't want it. No okay. matter what, I don't right. want it. And I have clients do that too. Mm-hmm. They'll, I've, I've had clients say that, you know what, instead of electroshock therapy, I'd like to microdose LSD or something <laughs> like okay. that, right? Nice. So, yeah. so that, you know, whatever it takes to kind of get you back mm-hmm. uh, into safety. Right. Yeah. That's not as scary as you, yeah. uh, you might think it is. Okay. So uh, we're talking about a mental health yeah. directive. Uh, is it, um, well, what, do you, what makes it uh, totally necessary? So, again, a lot of times people lose their capacity capacity and they're the last ones to acknowledge it. So mm-hmm. you'll come downstairs and your wonderful spouse will be writing a $20,000 check to their Nigerian prince best friend. Flag on the play. Absolutely, yeah. right? And so yeah. you know something seriously wrong, but maybe they don't. Maybe they think that their Nigerian prince best friend really needs it. Or, sure. you know, maybe they think that's a great investment or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Yeah. You know, I've got a couple of stories for you here that can kind of, that can outline this pretty well. And I've, I've been given permission to share these. I won't share any names, but okay. I'll just share the situation. Mm-hmm. So I had a client a few years years back, um, she called just out of nowhere. She had found out her husband had racked up close to $100,000 in secret credit card debt. Hmm. Um, turns out uh, what had happened was he'd been going on QVC 
And well, right there. Already, I see a red flag, you know, because QVC is totally evil. And, <laughs> I, and I'm sure if you own stock in it, you know, uh-huh. that's fine. Yes. But I'm sorry. You turn on that channel and uh-huh. all of a sudden you well, start buying things. Well, they're very predatory too, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, they'll reach out and call you after a little while. But yeah. he ended up buying so much stuff from QVC that he had uh, a full storage unit stacked the rafters. I bet they weren't even open Unopened boxes. That's what I thought. Yep. Unopened boxes. Mm-hmm. So, and she found out, she had no idea. She was actually in line at the grocery store. And one of her friends came up behind her and said, oh, I just saw your husband going into your storage units. And she mm. said, storage units? Didn't know really they have storage No unit. idea. So she found out. She came to me mm-hmm. um, because he didn't want to talk to her about it. I reached out and talked to him. And, you know, he, he didn't want to talk about the possibility of having any kind of, of mental distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could tell, you know, that something had really changed. He was, he was aggravated. He was having trouble tracking the conversation. By the time he got to the end of the sentence, he was having trouble remembering what he started the sentence with. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was very apparent that something was wrong. Well, he'd signed one of these mental health advanced directives. And one of the things that that does is it allows your agent to take you to the doctor to have your mental health assessed, your mental capacity assessed. Mm -hmm. Now, we were able to do that. Um, The doctor looked at him, said, gave him the test and said, you know what? I'm sorry, but you've lost the ability to make these types of financial decisions. Now, because it's illegal to enter into a contract with somebody who can't make financial decisions, Hmm. we were able to take that information to the credit card company and we got almost all of that money just wiped out. Wow. Yeah. We had to send the unopened boxes back. Sure. (laughs) But, you know, uh, QVC wouldn't have taken it back before. Mm -hmm. So this document saved that family... Close to a hundred thousand hmm. dollars. Now the other way this works, I had a client whose uh, sister came to me. Um, she was she was very nervous. Um, she'd been calling her brother, uh, and he hadn't been answering the last couple of days. And before that, he'd been making some pretty big threats about himself. Mm-hmm. And so, reached out to him. Um, he picked up the phone. Uh, he didn't want to talk about about you know, mental health or anything like that. But he'd signed one of these documents again. So we were able to kind of force the issue, got him in to see a doctor. The doctor said, you know, something's going on here. We're going to keep you in the hospital for 10 days. Um, And it turned out he had been a uh, Vietnam War era veteran and he had just recently changed his PTSD medication and um, has having a bad reaction to it. And um, 10 days after he went into the hospital, he came back out and he was an entirely different person. He's right back to normal, right? He even stopped by my office to thank him for helping him. But he mm. was really walking down a dark road mm. uh, as far as, you know, what was going on with him there. And the mental health advance directive really saved him at that point. Yeah. And okay. so these documents can be very, very important. You mentioned a dementia directive Absolutely. earlier. What's that? And so this is primarily for people that have been, you know, it's for people that, uh, they think they might have Alzheimer's in the future, dementia in the future. It allows them to kind of set their course and say what they want to have. Anything from where they want to access care to how they want to be treated to what kind of surroundings they'd like to have to whether or not that they would allow their spouse to have sexual relations with them. And right? this is, this is uh, people who still have cognitive abilities. They have and cognitive make, abilities make now. Decisions. Yeah. And they're basically making these decisions for mm-hmm. themselves later on, right. right? When they no longer have that ability to make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these things become incredibly important. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about them, especially when you start talking about sexual preferences when people get older and things like that. 
that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're really, really, really important items to discuss. And even just walking through these documents with a good attorney is something that can really help people. So as with anything, it depends on your specific situations and your specific goals. Can the listeners uh, give you a buzz or maybe uh, email you and you can sit down with them? Absolutely. If you are a loved one out there, if you've been diagnosed with dementia or or if you've found your spouse writing that $20,000 check to your Nigerian prince best friend, Mm -hmm. call, make an appointment, even if it's just something you want to talk about so you can be proactive in in getting your affairs in order so you don't have to put your family through that of those kinds of issues call us reach out to us the good attorneys at safe harbor legal we'd be happy to sit down with you remember if you call and you make that appointment during this month in january you get that first that initial consultation free so you can reach out to us radio at safeharborlegal.com and we'll call you back and we'll make that appointment or you can call us at 360-746-7169 in just a few minutes uh, we're going to talk about uh, a, a bone of contention between uh, phil and <laughs> myself when it comes to For geriatric years. doctors he's been banging me over the head <laughs> Uh, for this. That's coming up uh, next on the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. 
Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Yeah, welcome back to the Aging Hour, uh, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Bill Davis here on this side of the microphone, but uh, the guy that uh, I let answer all the questions, because you know, uh, what do I know, uh, <laughs> is uh, Phil George, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. And um, if for some reason, uh, you know, you're getting into the new year, you're driving around, you don't have enough time to you know, write down a, a telephone number or an email address, or you, maybe you just want to um, listen again to some topics uh, we have covered, uh, there are opportunities for you. We have, uh, we have a website. Oh, it's mm-hmm. open uh, 24-7, kgmi.com. We post all of our uh, sections, all our segments we do here. Uh, but, Phil, the, you, have, you have a host of other oh, places they can find these. You can get on my website, Safe Harbor legal.com you can go to speaker uh, speaker.com or spotify or apple podcasts or google podcasts or really anywhere where you would find a podcast that you just normally enjoy and so this is a great way if you've got something that you've heard on the show here that you'd like to share with a friend uh, if you've got something that you want your husband or wife to listen to so that you can uh, kind of get them in to finally get their affairs in order mm-hmm. uh, if, if you just got something that you'd like to listen to again because maybe you forgot about it or there's some instructions there that you'd like to, to remember I think that's a great way to access those those podcasts. Uh, we had a client question, um, and uh, Phil and I have talked about this uh, before, about uh, geriatric doctors. This mm-hmm. person wants to know uh, if uh, you can tell them a little bit more about them and uh, why I uh, I might want one. But, of course, immediately when I saw this, uh-huh. uh, and, you know, you and I have gone round and round. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody knows I'll, I'll, be, I'll be hitting a new, yeah. uh, a, a new century mark uh, <laughs> late, uh, next month, right? as a matter of fact. And yeah. I don't have a geriatric doctor. I still have my... Uh, yeah. my original primary care, Absolutely. which seems to be working sure. for me. But there are reasons that sure. you probably should. But wait a minute. You're an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> why are you Why are you talking about doctors? <laughs> I get that all the time. Yeah. Uh, so if, if my goal is to really make sure people are successful in retirement, right, you, I, I, I can't just leave this out, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, when I sit down and I talk to people about kind of the, the plans that we're doing for the future, it's not good enough to just talk to you about your legal documents in a bubble, right? I can't just talk to you about that. Um, I have to find out what your health situation is like. I have to give you some advice as to what I see can make you stay independent as long as possible. Mm-hmm. as long as possible. And, you know, it, it it really just kind of comes back to how we treat health in the U.S., right? If my goal is to make sure that people succeed in retirement, well, in, in the U.S., people are really good at, or doctors and hospitals are really good at fixing a problem once it already occurs, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a heart attack, if you have a stroke, if you ended up... Uh, 
getting bit by a monkey and getting Ebola or whatever else, mm -hmm. you want to be in one of the hospitals in America because they'll more than likely fix you, right? Mm -hmm. What we're bad at, what we're really, really bad at is preventing the illness in the first place. Hmm. And so that's kind of where geriatric doctors come in. Uh -huh. They play a big role in that preventive medicine. So let's uh, talk about the, the actual definition sure. of that. Absolutely. So geriatric doctor, they they basically specialize in in folks as they get older. Mm -hmm. So um, now there's a, a lot of benefits to seeing the geriatric doctor, right? They, they specialize in elder physiology. Mm -hmm. uh, they have to take classes every year, right? So all professionals, whether you're a lawyer, a doctor, whatever else, every year you have to take continuing learning credits so that you can keep up on all the latest things. Well, a geriatric doctor, all of their learning is geared around, all of their continuing learning is geared around, you know, how physiology changes in people that get as in people as they get older. Mm -hmm. And so in the same way that you would never take a grandkid to see anybody but a pediatrician, right? right? Because of course, a pediatrician is somebody who specializes in somebody who is usually under 18. Um, if you're over 65, you should really seriously consider going to a geriatric doctor. Mm -hmm. And because they do, they do just a, a fantastic job. Now, studies have shown, and Bill, I've talked to you about this before, but studies have shown just having a geriatric doctor on your team mm -hmm. means you're 40% less likely to need in-home care. That's a good thing. It is. Yep. It doesn't mean people are living longer. Uh, but it means that people are living healthier. It hmm. means that people are able to stay independent longer. Okay. And I would venture to say that for most people, that is a primary goal for their health as they get older. Hmm. Um, now, and they're, they're particularly good at just a couple of things here, too. Um, we want to talk about medication management. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the issues that comes up with people as they get older is you start seeing a lot of different doctors, yeah. right? And you'll go to, a lot of times you'll go to one doctor and they'll give you a prescription. Then you go to another doctor and they'll give you a prescription that's either in that same family or maybe it's a type of drug that doesn't uh, that doesn't mesh well with the medication the first doctor gave you. Contraindicated. Exactly. I know right. that term. Very yeah. nice. I got you. And, you know, the problem is, is that these doctors don't talk to each other to see who's giving each, who's giving what, right? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. the geriatric doctor, a lot of times they kind of act a little bit like the project manager to weed some of that out to say, okay. Um, you're getting the medication A from this doctor, medication B from this doctor, medication C from this doctor, and those aren't working out too well together. And maybe that's causing a lot of your problems. Mm -hmm. I'd go so far as to say that 20% of the time when people come into my office and they say, oh, mom's acting funny, um, there a lot of times what's going on there. Well, again, 20% of the time. Exactly. It's huh. a bad reaction to the medication that they're taking. Um, if you wanted to find a geriatric doctor, pro probably Google is not your first place to go, right? No, no. <laughs> it's it's really so. hard to do that. We're, yeah. we're, we're very, very fortunate in, in Bellingham here. We've actually got, um, in my opinion, the best geriatric clinic in Western Washington. Wow. Better than any of the clinics in... In Seattle, mm -hmm. and, and believe me, I was uh, I was an elder law attorney in Seattle for a while. I was an elder law attorney in Edmonds and in uh, Federal Way, and so I've kind of run the gamut up and down the up and down the I five mm -hmm. corridor. And Bellingham, the Center for Senior Health there at St. Joe's, is just fantastic. Hmm. I was lucky enough to be able to get my parents in there, um, but there's I mean it's a huge waiting list. Yeah. So 
Um, they're trying to hire new doctors. They're trying to get people on staff. They're trying to build themselves up so that they can take more people on. But, uh, yeah, they do, they do a so, wonderful so center job. for senior health, probably first place to start. Absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. Uh, it seems like, uh, with what we're talking about today, you ought to be wearing a white coat and have a stethoscope, <laughs> uh, around your neck. Oh, yeah. uh, a little, a little strange, uh, chatting yeah. with an attorney, yeah. uh, although it starts, you know, really starts to make sense yeah. uh, when you think about anything else we ought to be uh, sure. looking at. When it comes to health, absolutely. So you want to make sure you have the right insurance, right? And we talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit during uh, open enrollment period for Medicare. Uh, you want to make sure that your your medical insurance aligns with kind of what's going on in your life, what your physical situation is, mm-hmm. and what you're trying to accomplish. You want to get into preventive, preventive medicine, right? A lot of that's, um, you know, taking advantage of your insurance. You go into the gym with silver sneakers and getting a, you know, a new pair of gym shoes every year, you know, um, taking advantage of, of, uh, chiropractors and acupuncturists and, and, uh, you know, whoever makes you feel better, right. Get out there and and do that kind of stuff and, and make yourself stay social, right. Probably one of the biggest indicators I have for Mm -hmm. how well people are going to do in retirement is how social are they? Yeah. Right. So find that purpose. And I'll talk kind of briefly here. There was a big study. It's called the Nun Study, and you okay. can you can Google it. Nun, not like Nun, as in it's not a study, but Nun is right. in the they got the habit and they right. got all that kind of stuff. The penguin. And uh, so what happened was is they were looking at this group of nuns, and they noticed that they there weren't they didn't seem to be getting coming down with dementia. They didn't hmm. seem to be coming down with Alzheimer's, and so they thought that that was something that was really kind of interesting. So they decided to follow this group of nuns throughout their life. Uh, I believe this was back in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what happened was they did, they followed them through and they realized that statistically, yeah, these nuns, they just weren't coming down with dementia. They weren't succumbing to it. And mm-hmm. people in the outlying area, just right outside the convent, they were succumbing to it. So it wasn't environmental. Well, the nuns allowed them to do autopsies. Uh, and it turned out that when they looked at the brains of the nuns after they passed, a lot of the nuns or the same percentage that was in the general population had the telltale physical markers of Alzheimer's. Um, the the different um, you know atrophy of the brain and those mm-hmm. types of things, and so what they figure is that the nuns' sense of purpose was so high that they had the drive and the will and the desire that got mm. them out of bed in the morning and kept mm-hmm. them going and that was so high. What your brain does is it finds a workaround. If there's if there's something wrong, your your brain, if you've got that drive and desire, it will create a pathway around that to mm. kind of make a workaround. And it's just a it's a fascinating study. It was started back in 1986. Uh, the David Snowden was the founder of it. Um, so you can Google it. You can find details on the nun study out there. Hmm. But it's just fascinating what you can mm-hmm. do if you've just got the information. You can, you know, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, if you uh, want to contact uh, Phil at uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, you can always do that. Uh, he's got a set of good attorneys there, 360-746-7169. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, you can. Sit down and chat uh, about your options with him. Um, we have uh, segment number four coming up, which uh, we're going to do the, uh, the, the, the bullet points and the cliff notes. Absolutely. Of what we've just done. It's all My coming favorite. up on the, uh, the aging hour here on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. 
Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We are back for our final segment, uh, the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions this Saturday. Any uh, time you want to be part of the show, once again, uh, you can uh, call Phil, leave a message, 360-746-7169. You can also uh, send Phil an email, radio at safeharborlegal.com. The Phil I am referring to is mm. Phil George, yes. elder law attorney. Uh, we covered a lot of good ground today. We, we talked about a lot of yeah. good stuff today. Mm-hmm. So we talked about uh, whether or not that lady would have to 
to go through probate. Mm-hmm. And for those folks out there, if you have a will, you probably have to go through probate because the rules are if you own either real estate or more than $100,000 when you pass, then I'm sorry, that's uh, mm-hmm. more than likely going to have to go through probate. Yep. And remember that probate starts at $5,000 and lasts at least six months. So I always know that you you try to uh, point them in the direction of a trust a if, lot of if times. at all possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that for a lot of people, it, it makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. if, if your primary goal is to make your life as easy as possible, I think that a will is just fine. Mm-hmm. If your primary goal is to make your life as easy as possible for the ones you're leaving behind, you're probably going to want to look at a revocable living trust. Now, okay. you, again, you can't just shoehorn everything into just one convenient right. you know, thing like that. Every, there's... Uh, Obviously, everybody's got their own specific situation, and there are different times when will is absolutely necessary. But for most people, uh, husband and wife, 2.3 kids or whatever, and a home, uh, a revocable living trust is a much – if something happens to the husband, a revocable living trust is much easier on the spouse. Talking about uh, planning ahead, we talked about uh, mental health directives and uh, dementia directives as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so if you're trying to give your family tools to be successful, um, then you want to make sure that they're going to be successful if you're incapacitated, right? So if you start doing crazy things with your money, you know, if if, uh, it's just – no, I had a, a client who was, um, he'd given his daughter, she, she'd done his taxes every mm-hmm. year for the last 20 years. And finally, one year, he was real nervous to do it. Turned out what had happened was, you know, he'd given all of his money to, uh, uh, you know, a, a political action committee that he saw on TV for yeah. a political party that he was never even affiliated with in his mm-hmm. normal years. And so this stuff happens all the time. So if you want to protect your finances so you can protect your family, then the least you can do is put something in place so that daughter could, you know, maybe, uh, you know, unfortunately take her take your dad's ability to write those checks away, right? Mm-hmm. So that uh, he can't harm himself. Yeah. So don't make your family's job harder. Set yourself up with a dementia directive, with a mental health advance directive, and put yourself in a good position. Look at it as the same way of uh, taking away the keys to the car from yeah. your granddad. Exactly. Uh, so he doesn't, you know, doesn't exactly. drive away and uh, doesn't know when he's coming exactly. back. Exactly. And yeah. it's not an easy thing to do. Right. Yeah. And it's something you have to treat with kids' gloves and you have to give, you know, obviously it's a hard situation mm-hmm. for the person you know that that is kind of losing that that ability but if you've acknowledged that you're going to need help when you're older mm-hmm. um and you know that your family is going to be the one helping you don't you want to make their job as easy sure. as possible absolutely yeah uh i get about seven texts a day from phil yeah uh, telling me that uh, i need a geriatric doctor we talked about uh, oh, yeah. what they actually are today. absolutely yeah so geriatric doctors they're people that actually specialize in elder physiology and this isn't and this is nothing against internal medicine doctors this mm-hmm. is nothing against general practitioners or anything like that i love love you all and want to give you all a great big hug. But mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from a doctor, well, I might as well be a geriatric doctor. Look in my waiting room. <laughs> They're all geriatrics. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that doesn't count. Well, you pointed out that, uh, you know, somebody under 18, you yes. take them to a, a exactly. pediatrician. pediatrician. Somebody over 65, yes. maybe you should be looking at a geriatrician, a geriatrician doctor that Absolutely. knows more about your situation. Exactly. Well, and it doesn't have to be, you can keep your primary care physician. Mm-hmm. If you've got a great relationship, I'd say if you've got a great relationship with your doctor, that's probably the most important thing. But mm-hmm. make sure that you know that you're getting what you need. Um, one of the other things that a geriatric doctor is really good at is is you know a lot of times as people get older, they'll go to the doctor and they'll say, "Oh, my knee hurts. Oh, my elbow hurts. Oh, my shoulder hurts. Whatever." And the doctor will say to them, "Oh." 
you're just getting older. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with those pains right. or, you know, worse yet, here's a bottle of pills. We'll just take that away. Sure. So what they do is they, they treat the symptoms instead of treating the underlying cause a yeah. lot of times. Mm-hmm. And what the geriatric doctor, again, is really good at is being aggressive at underlying causes. That's the primary reason why when you go see a geriatric doctor, you're 40% less likely to need that in-home care mm-hmm. because they're treating underlying causes instead of just masking symptoms. So yeah. something to think about there. I'm not trying to sever anybody's relationship from their doctor. Again, I will hug every internal doctor out there, every primary care physician. I think you said uh, Center for Senior Health here in Bellingham. Yes. Uh, best Fantastic. Place, best place to start yep. for that. And you, ta- you also talked about a nun study yeah. uh, that uh, since they had a sense of purpose, the, the yeah, Alzheimer's the was still going on in their head, yeah. but yet it, the, it didn't let them it's affect them. And fascinating you can, you can stuff. Google that, right? Absolutely. Study. You can Google that, the nun okay. study. You can read about that. Um, and that, that sense of purpose, that sense of drive, if you can find that, if you can find that sense of purpose, that drive, whatever mm-hmm. that is that gets you out of bed, that gets you going. Sure. Man, I tell you what, you're putting yourself in a, in a good position as 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 you get into your retirement years. The, speaking of that, uh, the reason we do this show yeah. uh, is we talk about uh, you know planning, uh, you know estate planning. You yeah. uh, you had a seminar uh, you know last Saturday. Yeah. Talked to a lot of people about that. You've yeah. all you know, you have hammered me yeah. with the um, with the percentage of it's like seventy percent seventy percent fail. Seventy percent of estate plans fail, and these are, you know, these are well-intentioned people. These aren't these aren't you know people that just fell off the rutabaga wagon. These are people who went out and made a plan. Seventy percent of those fail because. They don't know how to plan correctly. And this is nothing against them. It's just that, you know, they don't they don't even know where to start. They don't know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And so what they'll do is they'll end up running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs. So they'll end up paying too much in death taxes. Or they'll end up being forced out of their home and into a nursing home. Or, or they'll end up becoming a burden on their loved ones and having their kids starting to fight like cats and dogs. And mm-hmm. all of those things are extremely avoidable if, if you plan correctly. But you have to plan correctly. And it... It involves more than just getting your legal documents in order. It has to do with, well, that's one of the reasons why we're talking about geriatric doctors here, Mm -hmm. right? If I want my clients to be successful, then that means that they're going to be home and and independent just as long as possible. So how do I make that happen? Well, I give them the information they need so that they can go out there and they can stay independent as long as possible. Can uh, can they sit down? Are you still offering the uh, free consultation? Can they sit down with you on that? They can. Absolutely Mm -hmm. can. So this is throughout the month of January. If you want to call and set up an appointment, I will let you come in and do that. We'll sit down for an hour. We'll go over your specific situation. I'll tell you what my recommendations are and where I would normally charge $350 for that hour. I'll give you that hour for free. Just mention that you heard about us on the radio here, and but we will. So you can call us at 360-746-7169, or you can reach out to us on email again, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Um, what subjects would you cover with them? or what, what's a, there, There's sure. really nothing out of bounds, right? Nothing is out of bounds. Yeah. Any questions you have, and this is for any stage of retirement or really anybody that that's in the workforce leading mm-hmm. up to retirement. So we'll talk about everything, right? You like like Medicare, Medicaid, Absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah. Social, social security, security benefits. Yeah. When do I take social security? How should my spouse take their social security? So we both take it at the same time. Veterans benefits. If you've been in the armed forces and, you know, depending upon when you served and how long you served, 
and all mm-hmm. that kind of good stuff. You might have some some long-term care benefits that are available for you there too. Are you terrified that your aging parents are going to put you in a position where you have to leave your job to actually take care of them? Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference between a will and a trust? Do you want to avoid probate? Do you want to look into what housing options are available because you know that your home isn't age-friendly enough to end up retiring in? Are you just going to bed at night worried because the current economy is going to affect your retirement? And, mm-hmm. and you know, one of your friends talked to you about a reverse mortgage, so now you want to know what that is. All these things are fair game. So you can reach out, you can email us, radio at safeharborlegal.com. We're always happy to talk about those things. Anything you want that has to do with aging. Always a pleasure getting together with you on the weekend, Phil. Thank you for joining mm-hmm. us, everybody. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday. Folks, you don't have to set your family up for, for failure in retirement. Let us show you how to set your family up for success. Well, always good seeing you. We'll uh, do it again next week. You too, my friend. Uh, next week at uh, 1 o'clock here on KGMI. Coming up in a few minutes, uh, CBS will uh, have a look around the world. Also, uh, check into the KGMI newsroom. And uh, the RN Travel Show, a little traveling uh, a little bit after uh, 2 o'clock today here on KGMI.